You may have played poker, but playing poker in Texas is a different animal. This is the Texas Poker Podcast with Tyler and Clint. Hello, this is the Texas Poker Podcast. I'm Tyler. This is Clint. What's up, y'all? And we are back with episode 55. Episode 55. So, Tyler, how you uh you been playing a lot of sessions this week? I have been playing a lot of sessions and I guess I've also been um putting that loose aggressive image to the test. Yeah, you're a really I would say that's one of the biggest strengths of your game is really using that image that you build up at the table to your advantage. So, that is something I do, but definitely not as well as you. As as far as kind of you literally from the moment you sit down are trying to construct a certain image and I've seen it work out well, I've seen it work out really well and really bad at times, <laughs> but usually more more well than bad. <laughs> right? Um, it's actually weird because you haven't heard this hand, but it's funny you say right when I sit down, I'm trying to work on an image because I got a hand for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm under the gun plus one. Uh, I went to 101 Katie this week. Uh, just felt like shaking it up, and it was kind of a late night session. They really do have some... Uh, they're, they're actually... Uh, they're open pretty late during um most days They're, they seem to get quite a bit of action over there I mean, there's a ton of poker rooms in houston now but not all of them have that kind of 24 almost 24 hour action uh katie seems i don't know if they have 24 action but definitely seems to get a lot a lot of action compared to rooms i left at four in the morning and it had two tables going so yeah that's pretty close to it then but okay so i'm under the gun plus one the first hand I get dealt king queen. I make it 35. I get two callers. The flop comes 10 do six with a flush draw. I do not have this flush draw. Um, I bet 65. I get one caller. The okay. turn. Um, let's see. The turn. Turn is a deuce. I bet one 150. Okay, so I like I kind of like this. Okay, you're basically repping an overpair here. But here's my here's the thing that makes me nervous about it. Uh, your bet is there's two likely hands he's gonna have. The deuce changes nothing. He's either gonna have a ten, which I think is gonna call here, or a flush draw, which is gonna call here. So I kind of. Not really certain what the object is to bet this turn. Well, what's your reasoning here? Setting up the river bluff. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, river bricks the flush draw. How much do you think we have to bet to get him to fold here? Yeah, I don't know if he went over this hand, and I don't want to be a biased. Uh, oh, you have not heard this hand. I have not heard 100% this hand. 100% you have not heard this hand. Okay, they're 100% what I would do here is I would either bet super small or I would check. And here's the reasonings. The 10, if he has a 10 with the brick flush draw, he's probably not letting that go. And if he has a flush draw, you're going to beat the majority of flush draws with just king high. I might actually check and... I might actually check call here if it's like I'm getting reasonable odds, actually. So that would be my first thought. Now, let me know what you did because I already, <laughs> already know this is not exactly what happened here. Yeah, I could not have let that check through. I um, I bet 350 and he tanked forever. He counted the chips out. I said, oh, no. <laughs> then he put them back. I said, thank God. Then he took them back out again. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> you do that there. You take them out, put them back. And then he'd uncover his cards. I was like, here we go. Glory. And then he <laughs> kept capping him. He's thinking forever in a day. That's the most nerve-wracking thing. We're in the middle of the bluff, and you just you see him basically count out the chips, and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> What it was. So oh, what, he folded. He folded. So this is a very good bluff because it seems like you got him off of a 10. You know I showed it. 
Oh, I bet. I bet he looked so distraught. <laughs> he was. He was distraught when he folded, and he was super distraught after. I can see that. That's a uh, like I say. I like my line better for like most of the time, but it seems like you chose a perfect line for whatever he had there. It was funny because he said in the hand he was thinking if I was capable of doing the triple barrel bluff. Because, you know, I bought him for 1000 This pot got pretty big pretty quick. Yeah. I, I, I will say this. If you are going to try to get him, off, get him off of a 10 here, you have to do exactly what you did. So it's, uh, I just didn't think with the front door flush missing that he would fold there. But it seems like you really uh, just nailed, just really had this hand down. Um... And then I played this other hand where I had four, five, and the flop came. I ended up with a straight draw, and I called the flop because I think it was— Like um, a open-ended straight draw on the Yeah. Flop? Okay. Um, and it was a flush draw as well. I didn't have the flush draw, but there was a flush draw. Guy raised pretty big pre-flop. ton of people called. So I was like, all right, here we go. So I have four, five. Um, the flop comes, uh, where is it? Six, seven, like 10, something like that. Okay. Um, guy bet's pretty big. I would think it was like a hundred. How much was, do you remember how much that was in relation to the size of the pot? Uh, normal open was about 30. Um, everyone had about over a thousand in their stack. So, um, three, six, nine. So I'd say probably 120. 120 so in the pot. So he's betting just a little under pot, it sounds like. Yeah. I um, called. Um, I brick the turn, the flush bricks. I check, he checks. The river is a king. I lead out for 300, hoping to get him to lay down um, 10. May missed um, flush draws because I still only have um, five high. Right. <laughs> he snap calls with pocket queens. He snap calls with pocket queens. So it was a 10 high flop, right? Yes. What was the turn again? Um, thought it was a 10. No. So he had an over pair until the river? No. Sorry, it was 10 high. Yeah, he had to overpair to the river. Yes. Weird check on the turn by him, right? Super weird, which is why I thought he might have had a flush draw, which then maybe just well played by him, I guess. I right. guess. I mean, maybe so. I was, uh, I actually kind of like this bluff better than the other one, even though this one didn't work. You, you have this straight draw. It's, you, wait, he bets, you call. And then you have five high on the river, which seems like a good time to actually like you're gonna beat all the mi- a lot all the misdraws are gonna fold when you do this. So I actually see a lot of reasoning for this bet, but uh, I think you told me earlier, and I thought you were trying to represent the king, but there's no way to know this guy is this strong the way he played it. So I think he. Played it kind of. I don't know if he played it well or, but he, whatever he did, he took kind of a strange line that made it made it hard to kind of see what he had. I thought I could have got him to fold that hand, possibly. Uh, maybe, but when you call the flop, I don't know how many kings you have on that flop, so I don't. I don't know. It's. Had has he seen? Have you been seen bluffing at this table at all yet? No, he was a fresh player from the PLO. Said he was stuck horribly in PLO. Well, if somebody's yeah. stuck horribly, way more likely to call, right? I did not hear him say that, but apparently people confirmed he said it. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense. But that being said, like I say, I don't know that you're repping a ton of kings here, anyways. And were you in position or out of position here? Out of position. So you check call the flop. You would have checked the turn. 
you actually have a lot stronger hands than he does on this board. Just because you you would check call the flop with most of your strong hands. You would check the turn and flow. So when you bet this river, it looks like you could have something. And most of your top pairs would just, you would have enough showdown value to check. I, I thought you played this pretty well. He just had a hand that just, it was very hard to tell. I actually like your line here. Well, that resulted in uh, add-on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here was an interesting hand for you. Um, I ha- I'll give you the very brief because basically the end result is all you need to hear. Um, I'm in a hand three ways with a guy who we all moved tables from. Oh, geez, I'm missing one key hand that I forgot to tell you about on purpose to get your reaction on the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm very curious about it. We're playing shorthanded. I'm in the straddle. I have eight four suited again. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, I think some guy, he made it like 15 and I was in the straddle for six and we were five handed. Okay. So I called. That's fine. I think if you're in the straddle, you got to defend it a little bit wide, right? And you're or you at least a suited. Or you shouldn't straddle. Right. I flopped a uh, flopped very little. <laughs> um, flopped almost nothing. Um, maybe backdoor. I backdoor hearts and backdoor straight outs. Okay. It was ten high though. I remember that for sure. And he bet like twenty, and I was like, meh. I called. And then um, turn a four. Okay. There's a pretty small pot though. He bets twenty five. Ugh, this is getting kind of dicey. I mean, well, it's not a huge bet or whatever. Even turning the equity of the four, when he double barrels the turn, I might be folding here. Obviously, you didn't, or else you would not have waited to tell me now. (laughs) But, I mean, but it's something I think I might do there. Uh, Obviously, I'm assuming you make the call. Yeah, super, super tilted player. Um, I call river a four. Oh my God. <laughs> Freaking luck box. I check it to him. He bets 75. He says, are you going to call? Are you going to fold? I told him I'm definitely raising. He says, don't raise too much. No, I'm definitely raising. I make it 800 to go. Holy crap. <laughs> he made it. Wait, how much again? Seventy five. Seventy five. And you, how do you come up with eight <laughs> hundred? I had a stack of green with three blacks on top. Oh, is it, were you all in? No, and he covered me. Wow. Okay, I I am blown away. Uh, <laughs> he calls. He calls. He flopped two pair. Oh, my God. Well, I'm assuming he flopped two pair. He showed a 10, and that was it. And then um, he just said, I thought you were bluffing. That was it. Well, we don't know that he even flopped two pair, I guess, right? True, true. Because he didn't bet it like he had two pair the entire way. True, and he was a player who was kind of lying about his hand a lot. How did he possibly call this? I don't know. This is this is beyond me how he makes this call here. I think you have to chalk it up to showing bluffs and also folding when called, you know, snap folding with no showdown value. I mean, he saw it. It got in his head. I think so. Yeah, I, I, I 100% believe you would get a call here, whereas I never would because you do play, you do build an image that you're looking to capitalize on. So then we go to the next table. So now tables combine. We're playing one of the guys who saw who was at the table for the bluffs and all that was uh, moved to the table to my right. Um, this is the hand I was going to skim through pretty quick just because you just need to hear kind of the end results. Okay. Um, I end up calling a hundred dollar bet on the turn with a flush draw. Uh, no, I called a hundred dollar bet on the flop, folded the turn. And then 
the guy folded as well. And then the guy to my right showed the guy to his right the hand. And then the, where the dealer was like, you have to show everyone. He took his cards and threw them in the muck and shuffled the muck. Oh, that's such a dick move. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's... I don't know. I I feel sorry for these dealers that they're put in these weird spots because people just are kind of either just immature idiots. I feel I really feel bad for dealers sometimes because well, that's such a ridiculous move. Well, the table got after him because everyone got mad at him, and he was like, uh, "He goes, I know I'm not supposed to do it, but I did it anyway." So what he's yeah, exactly. Did they did the dealer call the floor? No. To me, like, that's one of the uh, situations where the deal... Like, I'm not saying you... Like, people act like dipshits all the time. I'm not saying you remove him from the table. But I do believe you give him a warning. If he, you're like, if you do that again, then you cannot play. Because that's, that's admitting you know the rule and saying you break it. You're breaking it and basically giving everybody the middle finger. You, uh, if, you're the, if you're the room, you can't stand for that. So, as you know, karma comes quick. Oh, I'm about to love. You, <laughs> yeah. you know how I love a good revenge story. <laughs> so, uh, that guy opens a 35. I have pocket fives. I call. The whole table calls but one person. The flop in the window is the five. See, when you said that everybody calls, I was kind of loved that. Because there's certain hands I don't want that. But a five, if you get a set, you're almost always good. And I want the best odds possible if I do hit a set. So I actually liked all the calls, but that's great. The win- So in the windows of five? Followed by 3-3 three, three with a flush draw. Oh, wow. This is great. <laughs> yeah. He bets 175. I call. Everyone folds. The turn is a king. He checks. I bet 400. He ships it for 1250. Oh my god. I snap call his pocket queens. His pocket queens? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Pocket queens? <laughs> yeah. The game is good. Uh, <laughs> God, okay, I'm taking everything I said back. <laughs> if people are shipping it with middle pair for $1,200 in a 1-3 game, I mean, if I'm at the table, you can act like as big a jackass as you want, and I, you are welcome at my table. Well, I think it was because he saw me do that same type of move to the player at the last table where the other the overcard came. I bet it like I had it and then didn't have it. Yeah, that's a... Because he called and says, well, if you have it, you have it. I was like, wow. Don't you want to hear when you have it? Um, Uh, River of three. I was like, oh, God. But then it was fine. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's... You know, to get, like... Because that king should have been a savior card for him. Yep. On there. Because once you ship it... No, 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 no. I didn't ship it. I thought you did ship it. No, no. Oh, he shipped it. He shipped it. I made it 400 then he went over the top. Oh, wow. So did he check to you? Yes. He check race with queens here. God, this is such a great game right here. <laughs> yeah, like I said, <laughs> the karma came quick. Well, I, I'm glad. I'm glad that happened to someone. Like, Regardless, like I say, if you're that big of a fish with that big of a stack... I mean, I don't want you kicked off the table, but I am glad he got what was coming to him. Um, Once everything was said and done, after those two big hands, uh, $1,200 win. $1,200. Oh, that's a really nice win. How how long did you play? Uh, We'll call it three hours and 52 minutes. That's damn good for not not a super long session. Uh, A really good session there. Yeah, and then I guess we'll get into the session that we just played now. Uh, yeah, so we, we are currently recording at ass early in the morning, and I woke up, 
almost 24 hours ago, so Tyler's going to have to do a hard carry of this <laughs> podcast. But we just got finished at the doghouse, where it was, I would say, a pretty interesting session, right? Yeah, it was pretty interesting, for sure. It's a... I thought the table was really good. I thought the table was a lot of fun to play with. It was a good a mix of players who knew what they were doing and fun to play with, and just enough players to kind of be very a pretty profitable table in the long in the long run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll start the hands off for you. Okay. Before you get out there, I had pocket jacks. Um, I only call behind someone opening to 35. Uh, the flop came king, deuce, like three with a flush draw. Um, player bets real small, like 25. I call. How many people are in this pot? Heads up. Oh, this is okay. Heads up. This makes a lot more sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, turn is a brick on the flush, basically just a brick in general under a jack. Um, he checks, I check. Okay, this is good for you. The river bricks the flush draw to 10. Okay. He bets 175. God, how much would the pot be right there? I guess we have to think about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's 30 pre-flops we'll call it 60 plus another 50 for the 25-25 we'll call it 110 he overbets pot so he overbet the pot so you're getting pretty good odds here I think once he checks the turn I just thought you have to call here um, I called hoping he had a missed flush draw he had king 10 for river 2 pair I told him he got lucky but he flopped me dead basically <laughs> <laughs> But on the plus side, it was against a player who I know is capable of putting in that bluff with the missed flush draw. Yeah, once he once he checks, because the flop bet could have been a ton of things. It could be a standard C bet or anything like that. Once he checks the turn, I feel like this is something that you're just you were gonna lose two streets of value here. It's just a matter of when. I don't actually if he bets the turn. He kind of this guy kind of played this very well because if he bets the turn, I think you just you get you get away from it. Yep, yeah, probably. But once he checks the turn, it does not look like he has much, especially with a flush draw out there. So I like I don't know. It seems like it was pretty standard, really. Um, and then on my notes, I have pocket kings lose. Well, that, the, was, that was that was intriguing. <laughs> not the best note taking at all. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I bet like 35 pre-flop got called by ace-7 offsuit. He flopped an ace. It's great. Um, well, that's, that'll happen with pocket kings. If you have pocket kings, ace is coming on the flop. <laughs> but here's basically the gigantic hand of the session. So I get king-queen suited. King-queen of hearts. So you finally arrived. So I was like, well, all right, now we got him to play a big pot. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... I make it 35. I get two callers. Wait, what do you have again? King, queen of hearts. King, queen of hearts. Okay. Um, the flop comes five, eight. Do you remember the other card? Was it a deuce? I had just gotten there and I was still watching kind of the basketball game. I I remember being super baffled at the end, but I don't remember anything until then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I bet 85. Guy to my left raises to 300. So I was like, well, this is a fold. My my odds aren't that great. Guy to my right ships it for 350. So, well, this is a little bit more enticing now. Ooh, is it though? Cause, I felt it at the time. Well, I... <laughs> okay, but now you have two people who are really into this pot. I'm a little nervous that you you could have be up against an ace high flush draw, but then you're drawing basically dead. True, true. I mean, don't get me wrong your your pot odds are much better, and there <laughs> are way more flush draws that you're that you're uh, you have a, you're ahead of than behind. 
But I will. I mean, it would concern me. I think now I'm making the call too. But it's. I'd be very. I'd be very concerned. Um, I called. I already know the action's not open. The guy tries to ship it. That ain't good. <laughs> so. Yeah, that turn's gonna get real dicey. So. He calls. I brick the turn. It's like um. I'm like a three. Um, he then ships it. I look down at my stack. I see the two red uh, stacks of hundred. So in my head, I only had 200 more behind. This was a complete blunder on my end. So I looked down. I said, well, I only have one card to come, but it's 200 more to win a gigantic pot. Right. Right. So I said, call through a chip in. And when I went to slide my red chips in, I knocked down a stack of greens that were in front of my chips that I thought I'd already bet. And it called for way more money than anticipated. Yeah. This is, once you uh, told me this hand after the session, it made so much more sense. Because I could not, you know, you may act crazy at the table, but you really have good reasoning, you know, 95% of the time. There's 5% where you're just off the rails. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, this one, I mean, so I went to slide the chips in and felt the other car- chips fall. And I was like, oh, I've made a gigantic error here. Yeah, that makes way more sense. Because I remember looking at it, I was like, he only had one card to come. Like, what was going on there? Because it was a gigantic, like, all-in kind of at the, at the uh, on that turn. Right. River uh, the Heart pairs the board. The guy had five eight of diamonds for a flop two pair. Yeah, and it was an eight of hearts. That that had to be so hurtful to see that see that heart and think you might have a chance for a second and realize that it was just doused. <laughs> well, especially whenever I was like made such a horrible call on the turn. And then I was thinking I might have actually just won and then yeah. lose. I was like, Wow. Phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That, that's really, uh, yeah, I, uh, I saw that and I was like, oh God, that's a, a hurtful one, but I'm glad I was able to get your breakdown of it. Cause it makes way more sense. And we've all made blunders like that before. So I mean, it, it's no big deal, but at the same token, it, like I say, when I was watching it from a, from the outside looking in, I was like, what in the hell just went on here? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I cannot think of much worse feeling than when you call the all in, start moving your tips forward, and then knock, and then realize you have way more in front of you. Complete, completely my fault, but I mean, it was just a horrible feeling when it happened. Oh yeah, it's the worst when you're doing that. So <laughs> I mean, I probably visibly looked shook afterward. You really kind of did when you never really like. I get, I looked that way, but you really never do look that way. You kind of did a little bit. Yeah, mainly because it was a hundred percent my fault that I misread how many how many chips I had in my stack. Because if I would have known I had another three fifty behind, so it was like five fifty on the turn. Never make that call. Well, see, I saw you look a little visibly shaken, but at the same token, I was I thought you just you know we all make bad plays, knowing we made bad plays. Hell, you're gonna hear one of mine tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Probably maybe more. The uh, I thought you just kind of knew that you had really just made kind of a bad call or whatever. I didn't realize that the reasoning for it at the time. Well, so calling. So when I make it eighty five and it goes to three hundred and fifty, I don't mind that call as much, knowing the action is closed. I don't mind it on that board. Well, you don't mind it with a stack size that you thought you had. Right. Well, no, I'm just saying even with, well, that, yes. But I'm saying whenever it was, what would it be, like 200 and like 70 more to win, what would that be, 1,000? Well, here's the problem is you're getting great odds, but you only have one card. You only have one card. No, 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 no. no. I'm talking the flop. I'm talking the flop. Oh, on the flop? Yes. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. uh, Without a doubt. That's what I'm saying. The flop, I didn't mind. Well, 
You mean the okay? The flop was when it went three and three fifty, right? Yes, I made it eighty five. Got raised to three hundred. He jams for three fifty, and then um, yeah, you've already got eighty five there. Here's the problem though. So you're one you're one to three to win, and you're getting direct one to three odds, right? Yes. So the problem being is you're not really one and three here because you know once the turn bricks. There's a good chance because you're only seeing one card, so you're only one. You're less than one out of five to to do to get it on the turn, <laughs> and then if he jams the turn, you're kind of in a weird spot. This is kind of why, like the stack behind, it's way easier to play if you had the what you thought you had two hundred. But I like that part didn't bother me as much. So I was like, okay, that was fine. Right. But then on the turn, calling that bet and then not knowing that part. I mean, it's like it was a mix of playing bad, like you know, like you know, tilt you more whenever you play a hand badly, than get unlucky. Yeah, absolutely. So it was kind of like that mix of like not only did I play bad, I also like misread my stack, which is like makes you feel like a complete chump. Uh, we've <laughs> all been there sometimes. Some. <laughs> Sometimes before. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, well, better add on for a ton. So I added on for a ton. I'm playing horrible. <laughs> Let me get as many chips in front of me as humanly possible. <laughs> um. So let's think. What hand... Do you want to go over one of your hands before? Because I think I have... Um, I guess so, because that was right after uh, I got there. So we can go over, or don't mean to go with the um, the eight four hand again. Uh, here I'll go over one. Uh, I'm in the big blind, and you actually, oh, me and you ended up in a lot of hands together tonight. Did you notice that? Yes. We almost never do, and we really kind of. I just seem to always have something when you are straddling or something. The I was in the big blind. You make it twenty. And there's two call and I call with pocket sevens. The flop is seven jack six, all clubs. I check and flow. You do not take the bait. You check and it checks around. Yeah, I had a complete garbage hand. Did, oh, did you? Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a straddle, so you could have anything here. Uh, the turn is 10 off. I bet 55 and I'll fold. Uh, not the biggest hand, but that's, man, that's, that's kind of a blah hand, but it was still kind of interesting. <laughs> um, so I guess we should go over the hand. Um, I guess I'll go over my big hand and we'll finish out uh, your session here. Okay. So I get eight, four. Was I in the button straddle? Uh, the eight four. Oh God. Okay. I, I did. I actually, I actually forgot about the hands just now. I don't remember if you're in the button straddle or not. I don't think so. Well, this is weird, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I end up with eight four. Oh, I called because of the last hand I told you about when running four. So I was like, man, let's see a flop. Okay. Well. <laughs> That's some high-level poker analysis right there. Yeah, so when Four, eight... fours, they're hot. <laughs> no, eight four is hot. And oh, I got, oh, okay. Saying I got dealt eight four. Well, then you should be three betting. <laughs> so I call. We see this pot very multi-way. I think he must have made it like 20 pre-flop. Okay, sounds about right. Um, the flop now comes eight, eight, three with a flush draw. This is a dream come true for you. I bet. Oh, that is right. Cause I must have been out of position. Cause I bet. Um, was it seventy five? Did you dunk lead into him? Mm, I think I did with the flush draw. Cause I I wanted to bet this. Uh, Cause I remember thinking I wanted to bet this. Didn't want this to check through. You know this. I don't think. I don't think that's how the route it went. Right. Because he bet 75. I thought you raised it to like 200. 
That's right. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. You're hundred percent right. I checked it. He bet like 30, 35 and then I raised big to 200. Yeah. Cause I remember the raise to 200 being like, cause at the time I'm thinking, Oh God, Tyler's trying to rep an A <laughs> that he doesn't have. And this is going to be some kind of God awful head on collision for a train wreck on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, I remember that. So, yeah, I remember you making it 200 and him staring at that pot for a long time before he made a move. He made it 500. I do remember that. Yeah. And, and then I was like, well, I mean, I need to probably count my stack here because my options are going to be probably pretty limited. I think this got you more action. Because when you were counting your stack, because you're like, I, you kind of made a deal. You're like, I'm going to have to count my stack and all this. I think it made him believe that you did not have anything, and you were trying to basically posture for a fold. It definitely looked that way from the outside looking in. <laughs> yeah, well, I was thinking, I definitely wanted to raise, but then, I mean, what am I going to make it? That's, that's why I said I need to count my stack here. Yeah, that's a. I I definitely know. Well, I knowing you knew that there was some type of reasoning for it. Like you're usually not doing this to posture, but from the outside looking in, if I didn't know you, it definitely looked that way. And I think that might have actually really helped you in this hand. Well, I ended up having what would be like fourteen hundred total, counting the two hundred in there. I think I counted 12 out on the side first, right? I think it was about, I think it was like 1371 or something like that. Yeah, it was round right there. So I was like, well, I'm all in. Then he snap calls. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> so Yeah, which is weird because he, like when he, on his, what was it? His re-raise of yours, he took forever to, to do anything and yeah you're right snap called that very quickly <laughs> i was thinking like oh god if he has pocket threes i'm so sad oh i mean it has to go through your head i mean there's only so many things you could have here well and you know i only run it once <laughs> so we also should say that there is a flush draw on the board i don't know if we mentioned that on the flop well if not there is it's uh eight three of spades with the three with the eight of clubs right um, the turn is the ace of spades. Yeah. So when I didn't know what you had, I thought you might be trying to rep something. I thought you could be bluffing really. Uh, and then when you said you had the eight, I was like, Oh God, Tyler's got it here. And then when that ace of spades came, I was like, well, <laughs> Tyler's going to be so sad. <laughs> uh, river and ace to give me eights full of aces. And I was a little worried that he had an ace. I didn't think he had an ace. Uh, once a second ace came, I, I thought that was I thought it actually saved you because like I didn't know what he could have other than a flush draw here. And then he shows pocket nines. Did not expect that. I mean, I whispered it to you, but I was I mean, in my head I was yelling, "How disrespectful!" I mean, just a shit like that was so crazy to think that I would not show up better. Than pocket nines there. I think of how easy it is to play correctly whenever you re-raise someone like that. I mean, you're not getting called by. I mean, he basically turned nines into a bluff, right? Well, yeah, basically. Well, not even really, because he called you. Yeah, good boy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you can't turn it into a bluff and call. Uh, it's. Yeah, I don't know. It's well. You had him. Did you have him covered? Yeah. I I don't know because I don't know what like I don't know what the odds he was getting. He still had a lot more behind the five hundred. I do know that. I maybe he didn't have the entire thirteen seventy one or fourteen hundred, but he was. It was close. Very close. So he had. Big incentive to fold here because once you shift this, you just are. I mean, you you have an eight here every time. I mean, you, the least actually the shittiest hand you're gonna wind up with is actually the one you have 
with Aiden's <laughs> yeah. shitty kicker. So, really, in all honesty, this is the shittiest hand you have here. Uh, even you, with your crazy bluffs, are not five like five betting all uh, five betting all in on a paired board. Most likely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler's like actually most of the time he's good here. <laughs> Um, but that was, I guess, the last real interesting hand I played. I had a bomb pot where I got lucky and didn't get paid, so that was great. Um, <laughs> but, oh, and then I guess I'll just I'll just round out my whole week for you real quick, I okay. guess. Because um, only two interesting hands happened at my other session at Doghouse. Um, oh, so on that hand, after that boat or that uh, eight full of aces, I still ended up being down like a little bit less than a buy-in. I was kind of shocked because that was such a gigantic hand, and I, I guess I didn't, I really didn't get there until a little bit later after you after you lost some. I was like, I was like, because that was such a huge hand, but I was glad you you still made a a little bit of a comeback from what you wore down, so that's good. Yeah, well, I mean, you were there. I mean, I was up whenever you got there. I had won some big. I busted some guy. I mean, the call was pretty loose. I called him with eight five suited, all in pre flop, and stacked him. But I was that right because you told me that's how I got seen because it was filled up when I first got there. Well, I had raised to like thirty five, trying to isolate a deep sack and got jammed on for like a hundred. Uh, that's fine. You've got odds against most things. Yeah, I called the deep stack calls. Um, I river two pair bet fifty deep stack calls. I'm good. So yeah. Uh, but okay. So let me just finish out these. Um. So then I went into doghouse. Things were going great for me. Um, I was up maybe like two or three hundred bucks. Then I played this hand. Actually, I got boat over boated in um, in PLO, mm-hmm. and that did not bode well for me at all. But um, and then so I get boat over boated. I go and add on, and I get jack eight. The flop comes jack jack. Super multi-way with a flush draw. I check it. Everyone checks around. Wait, this is in PLO? No, no, no This is Hold'em. Oh, this is Hold'em. Okay, I got you. So I have um, Jack 8. It was either Jack 8 or... I think it was Jack 9, actually. I had Jack 9. The flop comes Jack, Jack. Like 3 or something. Um, I check it. Everyone checks it. I turn the 9... So I have not jacks full of nines. Okay. I check it. It checks around. Why did you check the turn? Set in the trap. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. River is a six. Okay. I check it through again. It's a very small pot. <laughs> I mean, it's been checked all the way down. <laughs> I'm very aware <laughs> when nobody bets. That's what happens to the pot. Okay. Guy bets pot for like 50. Everyone folds back to me. He goes ready to show his hand. I said, whoa, don't show your hand yet. I'm all in. You're all in for how much do you have? Um, I think I covered him for sure. I think he had like 800, 900 behind, maybe 1,000. I can see where people just hate play against you. He calls. He calls? He calls. He rivered a boat. I turned, I had already turned a bigger boat. He was drawing dead. He had jack six. Oh my God. This is just the, for the way you played this, this is just the ultimate cooler. This is one of the ones where I don't even mind his call here. Definitely not. Yeah, this is, the way this is played. It just looks like you're bullying to no end, and yeah, it's wow, what a river card. But okay, this is kind of his fault. Why is why are you both checking trip <laughs> jacks all the way down to the river? Well, sometimes you gotta just set the trap. You gotta <laughs> just set the trap. You know? Were y'all trying to trap each other? I guess. <laughs> Well, once I turned the boat, I was thinking I needed someone to really hit a flush to give me some action because it was going to be tough to get action here. Yeah. What was my thought, at least, in the moment? Oh, yeah. that's 
Well, luckily he hits that. This is such a weird hand, man. I, I, I cannot. I mean, you know, float flop trips, check all the. You turn a boat, you still check it all the way down, and then the river hits him to magically give you ridiculous action. This is what was strange hand right here. So after I get paid infinitely, <laughs> I turned bottom pair into a bluff, and it did not work. <laughs> uh, it was very interesting hand. I had four or five suited. I flopped a five. Um, it was three ways. Um, turned brick on the flush draw. I did not have a flush draw. Um, the river was like an eight, but somehow it was a miss deal or something. So they had to turn the river in and then reshuffle it and give us a new river. Okay. River is an ace. So the front, so like if you had Jack 10, the most obvious straight draw, you just hit. Okay. Um, so it was King, Queen, Five, Ace. I don't remember the other card. But um, I tried raising real big on this hand, on this river. Guy had pocket aces, did not fold. Yeah, that's, I mean, when they're sitting with second nuts, they, they don't like to fold. <laughs> yeah, so um, managed to lose that session. <laughs> so, yeah, that felt horrible. But um, the week was good. That session was bad. Were you positive for the week? Yes. That's pretty good because yeah, that was a little bit of a hit we just took. So uh, pretty good that you are able to still have a positive week there. Uh, let me see. So I'll go with the doghouse session that we just finished. Uh, I started out running pretty hot. Uh, I had the tr the set of sevens. I then have ace, deuce of clubs. Again, this is when you are straddling. You straddle the six. I bet 20 and then two call. I'm assuming you're one of them. For sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I flop ace high. Well, I flop an ace. There's two spades, one club. Oh, no, I wasn't in this hand. I folded a six. Oh, you floated a six? Yeah. Well, offsuit probably. Yeah, it was offsuit, and I was yeah. not in the straddle. Oh, okay. You what? I was not in the straddle, if I remember oh. this hand. Oh, okay. Well, that is, these notes are horrible then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I flop ace. A pair of aces. Uh, two spades, one club. I bet 35. There's one call. I'm a little nervous whenever I'm sitting there with ace-deuce on an ace-high board, and I bet, and there's a call. But there are flush draws. Well, the I then turn two pair. I, I turn the deuce, which is great. I'm now beating all aces, except it is a deuce of spades and makes the flush. He then donks 35. I don't know what to make of this, because it's kind of a small bet into the spot. Because it would have been 60 to the flop, 35, 70. So he's bets 35 into 130. So I'm kind of stuck where there's no way I'm ever folding here and raising would be suicidal. I call. It's a clean river. It goes check, it goes check, check, and I'm good. I did not realize that you turned the deuce. I thought you just won with an ace. No, I turned two pair. Oh, okay. I was thinking I would have won that hand. I remember that hand. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, well, I don't know. Did you flop two pair? No, I just had an ace. I didn't see you turn two pair. I was thinking you were so far out of line in this hand. Wait, are you talking about the same? I had an ace-deuce hand we talked about earlier. This is not the same ace-deuce hand. Oh, then I might have been in the straddle. I thought this was a different ace-deuce hand. Yeah, it's a... Uh, so I win that pot, which is a de oh, not a huge pot, but it's a decent size. Uh, this one is really weird. I have Ace Eight. It's a it's a Omaha double barred bomb pot. I have Ace Eight, which ends up being the only two cards that matter here. I pretty much missed the flop, and I'm done with it. Uh, but it does check all the way around. I have I flop an eight. I turn an eight on one board. You bet twenty on the turn. I call and I said I have it written now. The world calls. Because everybody called that bet. The river is a five, and then a guy bets pot. It folds around to me. The only one left, I think, is you. 
And this is one of those hands where you should not be calling to chop a whole lot. But the way this hand played, he the only hands that beat me, I've got trips with the best kicker on that board. There's no straight. There's no flush. And there was king-queen out there. And set of kings and set of queens were definitely uh, betting the flop. So this is one of those, or raising the turn. So I feel like there's just not that many boats out there. I call... You actually show an 8 and fold, which is a pretty good fold right there. Uh, and then we chopped the pot. He was playing the other board. So that was another good one. Uh, so I'm, at this point, I'm cruising. And I'm having a blast. Like, I came in, I came in in a real good mood because I'd won some sports bets. Both, like, basically buzzer beaters tonight. Uh, the Memphis and Atlanta game. Uh... So and then I just instantly start winning. There's a pretty cool, it's a, a pretty cool vibe at the table. Everybody was pretty cool, uh, and just I'm just cruising, and then, and then the world starts to turn. <laughs> I get pocket kings, a player, a pretty loose aggress, pretty loose player, bets twenty five. Another player calls for twenty five. I make it one hundred to go with with pocket kings. The loose player ends up folding. The other player calls. The flop, of course, is ace eight five. He jams for one thirty into a pot of about two forty. It's one of those that I feel like he's pot stuck no matter what. I don't know. This is a very close. I th I'm not sure if I can't fold here, but I think it's pretty close either way. I end up making the call, and he shows ace nine of diamonds. So, yeah, you can call that a cooler. You can call that something as I could have folded. It could go either way right there. What do you do? You do you make that call in that situation? I feel like you have to with that player because he could be jamming with less than an ace there. I would think. Uh. Well, yeah, yeah, he's kind of pot stuck with everything right there. So I, I don't know. It was a very, is a very close, close one for me. And he had just sat down too, so we didn't really have much of a read on him. So I was kind of like, I don't know. I think I'm probably calling there. It's uh so I lose that one, and it ends up I think tilting me a little bit and losing a pretty big one with double board bomb pot. Uh, I had a bunch of draws. I got roped into. Probably something I shouldn't have and called way too light and, and probably called too light. So it's one of those. And then, and so that busts me out. And I go from up 400 <laughs> to now down 400. And I'm like, God almighty. You look super distraught after that bomb pot. I was so distraught, man. Because, <laughs> like, it's, look, it's one thing to, like, you know, kind of, like, have it whittled down or be up a little bit. But when you when I doubled up and I was having such a good time, <laughs> I mean, like, because everything went good for two hours, and then in like twenty five minutes, it just went to shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when those two rivers came to go, that ain't good. <laughs> uh, I end up buying back in, and there were a couple big hands. One was the Ace Deuce hand. This one I don't understand either. This this is the same guy one that was against the eight four guy. Yeah, this you. is the one I folded a six. Okay, this is it. It's a I I think I remember I think somebody straddled because I make it like twenty to go. Yeah, it was me who straddled. Oh, was it you who straddled? Yeah, I remember this hand now. Oh, uh, okay. It's a uh, I could make it twenty to go and a ton of people call. This is. No, this is actually, you straddled, there were several calls, and I ended up making this 35 with Ace, Deuce, and Diamonds. Yeah, that was, I was I did not fold for 20. I folded, yeah, for 35. Uh, and a ton of people called that. So, the flop comes uh, Ace high, and eyes i'm like i don't again i'm not loving ace deuce i know i'm not encouraging everybody who listens i mean if you have ace deuce and the ace goes go crazy with it uh 
but I end up going to I I am going to assume my top pair is the best until I hear differently from somebody. I bet pretty hard on this one, like seventy into like I think it was one thirty five. Uh. 140, 175. No, I would have bit more. I bet like 100 into 175. One player calls. I don't love it already. The A diamond comes on the turn, giving me the nut flush draw. This, I'm not certain if I played very well. My, my thought in the moment was, I just gained equity. Now... I have. I'm the one who raised. There's an ace. There's a queen out there. I have most of the ace kings. I most have most of the ace queens. Most of the pocket queens. Maybe I can bet and actually turn my ace into a bluff, kind of, and get him off of something like ace eight, ace nine. More like a semi bluff. Yeah, kind. Of, yeah, more like a semi bluff. That's a good way to put it. Uh. I bet pretty hard. I bet like one, I bet 130 on this. And when he calls, I'm like, well, I'm going to need a diamond here on this river. I need, <laughs> at the very least, a deuce. <laughs> and then to give me two pair. And at, you know, at the best, a diamond. Well, no diamond comes. He just called a gigantic bet. I just check it, basically giving up. He checks it back. I turn. I just turn my cards over. I don't feel the need to, you know, sit there and do the waiting game. And super shocked when he mucks his cards. I have no idea what this dude could possibly have. I, I anything that he's calling with, I has me beat. Was baffled to no end. Yeah, I was very confused on that one. That was the one I was like, I would have won. That, yeah, I remember that hand. Yeah, it was a, it's a baffling hand, man. I was. So, so certain I was losing there. Uh, so certain that you could actually argue that I should be turning my hand into a bluff on the river. So, it was super baffling. Uh, so, there's that hand. I then play a hand with Tyler that's pretty interesting. I have 7-9 of spades. I think Tyler was in the straddle, I think, on this one. I think so. Uh, I don't think I raised. I think somebody else raised. It, I call with seven nine of spades. Tyler calls. So I end up flopping two spades and a gutter. I think it was jack ten, like five, on a on this board. The player who 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 raised checks to me. I'm like, well, I'm going with this with just both barrels here. So it's, I think I end up betting like 30 into this pot. Tyler instantly says, well, I forget what he said. He's like, I'm not buying this. I said, so, you're way out of line. I'm not he, buying this. That's right. And he instantly calls. I mean, not what you want to say, see when you're bluffing. <laughs> and the other guy calls as well. I mean, I feel like I motivated him. <laughs> uh, you definitely gave him the speech to do it. So once a so the turn comes a six, the guy checks to me. I'm like, well, I've got tons of equity. I didn't get raised. I bet super bad. I, I bet like eighty five or ninety. And I'm like, these. I'm gonna really put everybody to the test. Tyler then folds, and the other guy tanks forever and a day. And I'm like, please fold, please fold, please fold. <laughs> He just goes back and forth and ends up folding. And then ends up wanting to see a river. Uh, I don't know if we... No, he said he didn't want to see a river. And, I, and then I turned over my 7-9 of spades and said, you're probably good regardless. He was. He had he had the king king 8 for the bigger flush draw. So I was, I was pretty happy with that hand. I was able to steal one that I shouldn't have, even though Tyler read me like a goddamn book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew instantly that that was not going to fly. That was that's very concerning that I am that readable <laughs> by someone who knows me. Super concerning. Uh, so those were the, the main interesting hands. I end up clawing my way back from a $400 loss to a big $45 win. 
But whatever, a win's a win. A $45 win is better than a $400 loss. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. You got that because of my uh, King Jack hand whenever you flopped in a uh, two pair. Oh, yeah. It's a. I fly. There was one hand. It was me and Tyler heads up. Well, we were heads up to the turn. Yeah. And uh, I had flopped two pair, a six on a full spade, all spade board. I bet pretty hard when it was checked to me. And everybody folds very quickly. And it gets to Tyler, who I'm like, well, he's probably folding very quickly. Well, he does not. <laughs> he's then is like, I have a pretty much a monster hand, monster draw. And I was like, I was like, well, okay. I was like, well, I can call. And I was like, I tell him, like, if you call, the turn ain't going to be pretty when I, because I'm is going to the hammer. And Tyler's like, whatever, I'll give you the action. <laughs> and calls, and I get the most beautiful, like, offsuit four that connects literally no draws on the board. And he checks and goes to just look like he's going to muck his cards. I just come all in. I should have called. Uh, yeah, it would have been <laughs> horrid to see you, like, call and see you flop the flush, actually. <laughs> just constantly, just completely mind Uh It's a... Uh, so that was a like I say I was good I was very happy to claw, claw away claw my way back from that win. Uh, this what you call it the this week I was at Paramount and was able to string together a four hundred and thirty two dollar win. So that was nice, but I was at Doghouse before that. And got completely destroyed. I had Ace King. I just run through them because for the most part they they play themselves. Uh, I had Ace King flop an Ace, uh, and someone flops a set. I have pocket Aces, and someone fl- uh, and someone flops a set. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's just everything someone flopped a set against my over pair or top pair tell us about when you flopped a set in plo with pocket kings oh god uh <laughs> so it's a crazy table this is only a this is only a hand of noteworthy i am playing plo it is a pretty loose table like one of the one of the uh, some of the people have no idea what they're doing I I just call like the minimum here. It's it's pocket kings, a pretty damn good hand. I flopped the complete nuts with pocket kings. I don't slow play in PLO that often, but this girl is betting everything. And she, oh, she, actually this was not limp. She raised pretty she raised pot and I called. And it, it I'm sitting there wondering, well, do I check to her cuz I know she's going to bet and just repot it. Oh, because there is a flush draw out there, and I don't really want to give a free card. Well, before it ever even gets to me, someone leads into me. So I'm like, well, this is just your dream come true, because now I can just pot this and get some serious money in there. So I go ahead and pot. The girl who was betting at everything, who raised pre-flop, of course, goes all in. <laughs> uh, the... And the, I should say, there is no flush draws here either. I mean, there's no straight draws. There's a flush draw. It So she goes all in. Goes back around the, to the guy who originally led into me. He goes all in. Now, I should be super happy to get it in with the nuts here. But I'm like, I just rebought. The I've been running horrible. I'm like, God, what? There's gonna be a club or something or something along those lines. So I tell the dealer, I'm like, if I bet, if I call, can you promise me no clubs? So I end up, of course, making the call with the nuts. And the guy to my right says, I might be drawing dead. It is, he shows me, and I'm like, because I'm obviously looking for who's got what outs against me. He's got a set of threes to my set of kings. Oh, he might be drawing dead. His only out is a three, and I have a three in my hand. 
So he is literally drawing to zero outs in Omaha, which anybody who plays Omaha knows that that's almost never happens. So the girl, I'm like, okay, well, she's got a gigantic flush draw. She turns over pocket aces. No flush draw. I'm in probably a $1,200 pot, and I am running it with two outs. Before anybody flipped over the cards, the guy asked me, you want to run it twice? Of course, I'm like, sure, whatever you want. But the girl doesn't want to run it twice, which I believe that's fine. You can do whatever you want. And she, so she has two aces. She's two aces as her outs. She's like, I'm drawing dead. I'm like, well, not exactly. You have two aces. First card off the deck is a uh, on the turn is an ace. <laughs> and I mean, and then River, it's, I was, I mean, just got destroyed that session. So went uh for eight, ended up losing eight eighty that session, and then clawed clawed some back for uh winning four. About 500 for the rest, so not the best week for me, but at least I was able to make a, a somewhat of recovery. Yeah, I mean, sometimes all you can do, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, you're not gonna win, you're not gonna win every day, every session, or of every week, so I was definitely happy to, uh, to, uh, make her some type of recovery, though. Well, I guess that's it for me. Do you have anything? Uh, no, I think that's it. Uh, I think I'm not sure we'll know by the time this podcast is out on uh, when it's released on Thursday. Uh, I'm going to try to do that vloggers week over in Round Rock. I'm, there's a good chance I'll be leaving tomorrow. Uh, ben Deach will be there. Poker Face Ash will be there. Ryan DePaulo will be there over in Round Rock at the new 52. So I'm looking forward to that and maybe getting over there. I'll have to see how tomorrow goes, but definitely looking forward. Perfect. Well, I guess on that note, this concludes the Texas Poker Podcast. We'll talk to you next week. That was the Texas Poker Podcast. Go ahead and rack up. Add time, and we'll see you next week.